Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. Hello. Welcome back. How's it going? It's, it is going, it is good. This week has been amazing. You're a Um, new person. You got a new haircut. Yes. Yes, Guys, I got a new haircut. Um, I cut off like five inches. Your girl had long hair and it was just like a ratty mess. And I always wore it in a ponytail and I just was, I was just over it, needed a change. So I was like sitting on the couch on Sunday and I was like, I'm going to go chop my hair off. So I did. It's always an impulsive decision. It looks so good. I love it. It was, yeah, it was impulsive because like I, and you know this, I talk to you all the time about my hair. I just am constantly bitching, but I'm like, I've been thinking about it for a while. And finally I was like, okay, it needs to happen. Just chop it. Let's chop yes. it off. How's your it's always been? good. It's been good. I, it's my last few days before I start my new job. So just trying to soak it all in. Um, I was supposed to go to the American, what is oh, it? Oh yeah. The what happened? Natural History Museum today. So like I, so yes, I was supposed to go to the Natural History Museum today. Cause I've never been. And I just kind of wanted to go, you know, while I'm still here, check it off the list. And I had like reserved tickets like a week ago at the, at noon today, Wednesday, and it's normally pay what you wish always. Right. Have you been, you've been, yeah, I have been, I didn't think it was pay what you wish. I thought you had to pay for tickets. Oh no. I think, I don't know if they changed it or it's just the day that I decided to go is pay what you wish, but oh my God. Well, first of all, it was just one of those days where just nothing goes right. Like the subway was fucking with my head this whole day. Like, Oh, I went down to the subway and of course the B isn't running, which is like the only good way for me to get there. Mm -hmm. So I took the queue. I'm like, Oh, I can probably transfer somewhere. So I transferred at 42nd street and the C was like, it said t- the next one was coming in 25 minutes. And I was like, are oh my you God. kidding me? So then I've like, every train was just messed up today. Also it's like snowing and raining and it's disgusting weather, which I wasn't also prepared for. So whatever, I finally got there. I was late for my time and I get out of the subway and I am not even kidding. Jordan, the line to get in looked like it was probably three hours. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I walked to the end of the line. It took me 10 minutes to just get to the end of the line. And I was like, all right, like, where was it at? Was it, was it past like 81st? Like, yeah, it was, it was 281st and wrapped around the corner, like all the way almost to what, what street is that? Columbus Mm -hmm. literally so long. So I was like, this is not happening. Um, I got, I literally got all the way up there. Didn't, didn't go. I just, yeah, that's a long train ride too. Even without the delays, that's like a 45 minute journey from downtown Brooklyn to Upper West Side. Let me tell you, it was a journey. (laughs) It was a journey. You know, I'm not going to waste the trip because I came up here and I, you know, I also wasn't prepared to be standing outside for that long because it was raining and I was freezing. So I was like, I'm going to go do a few things up here. Like I went to a cafe, got a coffee and a delicious croissant. And I was just kind of just 
hanging out in the Upper West Side. And then I walked around. I got the banana pudding from Magnolia, which I've never had. I don't know how. It's like iconic. I feel like now that you're leaving, which I know I'm going to do the same thing, but now that you know you're leaving New York City, I feel like you're just going to do all the things that I feel like we all just put off. I know, like things I should have done so long ago. Yeah. Like, how have like I you're never saying had? things that I've never done either. Okay. Well, you need to do it before it's too <laughs> late. Uh, yeah. So I got the banana pudding from Magnolia. I was just walking around. And then, of course, the weather started getting like much worse. Um, so I just went home. But the Upper West Side is so fucking cute. I know. It's my, it's literally my favorite neighborhood. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's so cute. I just love it. I love it. Like the streets with the brownstones. I'm like, oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. So yeah, that was my day, but my week's going well. It's like very chill and I'm just enjoying this little break between my jobs. But this episode is about minimalism and I loved this conversation. I still, you know, I'm trying to live this minimalistic life owning less stuff, especially with moving now. Like I know you just went through the moving process, but like I'm about to go through the moving process and it is one of those times where you just really reevaluate everything you own. Yeah, literally you, you just are like, do I want to pay to move this? You know what I mean? Like nothing's free. Everything has a price and moving is expensive. Moving is expensive. Exactly. So it's like, we're trying to take stock of like what we have, what's worth keeping and what do we want to like invest in? Like we need to get a new bed and a new mattress. And obviously those are expensive. So we're just kind of seeing where we want to spend money and where we don't. But yeah, this episode is really about just decluttering your life and trying to live kind of like a simpler life. Um, so we can get into our recs. Yeah. So mine is to no surprise, a Ted talk and it's by Graham Hill, which I'm sure a lot of you guys might recognize him. He's done, I think like several Ted talks. He's a very good speaker. Um, but this is a short Ted talk. It's called less stuff, more happiness. And he kind of talks about how obviously more stuff is expensive. More stuff contributes to all the shit going on in our environment. Like there's a lot of things that having more stuff negatively affects in your life, including just like adding stress. So if you don't want to listen to it, three key takeaways that he gives is edit ruthlessly. So he's like, always consider, can I use this for years? Do I really need this? Kind of what you were just saying, like take stock of things. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was think small, which I think this is something I could do better in my life. <laughs> But it's like, use things that make sense for the majority of the time, not the one-off cases. So he gives an example of like a six burner stove. Like, do you need a six burner stove, even though you never use more than two? Like just for that one-off case where you're being like bad and bougie and doing a ton of like cooking or something. Um, Cause I feel like I definitely will get extra with stuff. That's not the everyday case, but just like me wanting just to like be extra. Needing more. Yeah. Yes. And then the third one was make it multifunctional. So like, obviously, so I think it comes more naturally to us because you have to, but like have multiple uses for the spaces in your home or your apartment and make sure that you're actually like using things for more than just one, you know, one-time use or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially your closet. I feel like that's a good one for like 
your clothing. Like don't buy a cute top to wear to a club when you go to a club once every like six months. Yes. I'm all about that. Seriously. I think that's where I started really with my closet. Like just really trying to buy things that I can use more than once because it's so annoying when you only wear something once and you spent so much on it. Like it's the worst. I know. And then you just feel silly. Like, yeah, it's like, it's just spending so much money unnecessarily. And then we don't use it and then we move and then we throw it out. Hopefully, I mean, we donate it, but some stuff you can't donate and yeah, we're just adding to the pile of shit in our life. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a good wreck. Um, I definitely need to watch that. I obviously am, like I said, going through all my shit. So I think those tips are super helpful. My wreck is Melissa with health meditations. We kind of talked about it in the episode, but we chatted a bit about gratitude and how that has kind of helped ground us a bit in like our everyday life and being grateful for what we have, which has led to us being, becoming a bit less materialistic, which is the ultimate goal. Um, so really, I mean, I'm just obsessed with Melissa would help. We both are like, she just has number one, amazing workouts. Like I love her workouts. Her meditations are really, really great. She has such a soothing voice and they're not super long. Like they have like five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. Um, and then her energy is just amazing. And to tell you something that I did. Okay. So I was doing a Melissa Wood health meditation yesterday and it was the first time I'd ever done one actually. And I'm obsessed with her too. Go check her out. You guys, she's fucking awesome. And she has a very soothing voice. You're so right. Anyways, I'm doing this Melissa Wood health meditation in the morning. I wake up, I'm up early. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I start the video and I'm like, okay, getting in my Zen, getting in my zone. And after a couple of minutes, I'm like, okay, how many, how much time has passed? And I like move my mouse to check. And I was at like, whatever, three minutes. I'm like, okay, Jordan, chill out. So I try and get back in the zone and I keep going. And all of a sudden I'm like, she hasn't talked in like a really long time. Like, <laughs> Did you fall what? asleep? <laughs> I've no, I paused it. So, oh. <laughs> so I thought, and I was like, she's so still, oh my God, like, this is crazy. <laughs> I, I literally paused it. So I was, I was in my own like zone attempting to meditate for a good, like almost 10 minutes. I'm proud of that, but oh my God, I I literally paused it. That is so funny. (laughs) Unguided meditation. Yes. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. She is the best. I love her. I've been trying to do more of her meditations. I am usually sticking to her workouts, but they're really great. So honestly, and like I said, we mentioned in the episode, we talk a bit about gratitude and how it's kind of helped us appreciate what we have. Um, and I think meditation really helps with that. And it's like one micro habit that can really make like a really big impact in your life. So that's my rec. And let's get into today's episode on minimalism. fun episode we're (laughs) just saying this is so us and I'm excited to talk about it because it's just I feel like I don't know as you're going through your 20s this is something recent for me that I've like started thinking about 
And I think it, I think your mindset and like the way you kind of live your life can change obviously throughout your 20s as you learn more about who you are. And today we're talking about minimalism, which I don't think any, either of us are like full on hardcore minimalists right now. No, I don't think so either. But that's kind of like, we want to be close to that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know if any of you have heard of minimalism or like understand what it is. I think it can mean something different for everyone. So let's start out by talking about like what it means to be a minimalist or like what our interpretation of this is. You can go first, Jordan. I can go <laughs> first. As you guys know, I'm obsessed with Pinterest. Maddie and I both are. And I am like obsessed with looking at minimalist things on Pinterest. And I saw this come up as an explanation of minimalism. And I thought it was really good. So it said, minimalism is the intentional promotion of the things we most value and the removal of anything that distracts us from it. And I felt like that is exactly how I view minimalism. Like, I know that there are people out there who view minimalism as like living in a tiny trailer. Like, what are those called? Tiny house? Yeah, like the tiny house. Yeah, and like... (laughs) Like having one t-shirt in two colors and that's you living a minimalist life. And I don't think it needs to be that way, which it's I think is... a little is, extreme. Yes, that's like super extreme minimalism. Um, Not that it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But my interpretation is like similarly with that quote to find like what I value most and make sure that that is what I'm focusing on. Whether it is like material goods, time spent, like anything. And I think... Definitely both of us have, like, really gotten into this lately, and I love it. Like We're this both is, like, I want to get rid of everything I own. Yes, like, this is <laughs> such a vibe for us right now, you guys. Like, we're, Maddie is literally throwing shit out of her apartment. Yeah, we're, like, we're selling stuff. <laughs> we're, we're, we're downsizing. Yes. And we already are. have a studio apartment, so there's not much to downsize right, from. But, like, but. just, like, clutter. Like, I feel like both of us, that was, like, step one. Is it, and I know, like, for me, it was when we moved like moving sucks. It's expensive. It's tiring. And it was just this idea of like, do we need all of this shit? Yeah. Like, do we actually need it? Or are we just like carrying it with us like fucking baggage? From from apartment to apartment yes. for what? Like, do you use it? Yes. I feel the same way. And like, my interpretation of minimalism is really similar. It's It all comes down to values. Like, I think understanding what you value and like taking the value off of material things for me has been really big in the past few years so that's not something that like I value anymore that's like not something I really care about like I do like to have nice things I like to have nice things in my apartment but with this whole minimalist mindset I want to make sure everything in my apartment has a purpose so like I don't know. I just don't want clutter. That's exactly what you were saying. Like, I don't like to have clutter. I like everything to have a purpose. And maybe I want everything to be a little bit um, a little bit higher quality so that I don't have to continuously buy things. And I can bring this from apartment to apartment with me because, one, it has a purpose in my apartment, in my home. And, two, it's going to last me forever. So that's kind of how I view it. And, like, I I fully agree. I don't want to just have a bunch of shit. Like, I just don't. <laughs> right. And, like, we – something Caleb and I talked about, because this is kind of, like, when, when we sat down to talk about what we want 2022 to be for us, we kept, like, coming back to, like, higher quality, lower quantity. And that's kind of, like, our, like, theme for this year that we're trying to achieve is, like, we – 
don't need all of this shit what do we really need what do we really value and then like purchase high quality versions of that that we are going to keep for a long long time Mm -hmm. and like obviously there are so many benefits to the environment like to your wallet (laughs) yes yes like the benefits go beyond just having a decluttered apartment it's also like i feel like a lifestyle kind of like change for us it really is because it's not it doesn't come naturally no it does not like, like, it's aesthetically pleasing right now in this, like, era. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's it'll be tough. It'll mm-hmm. be tough to, like, keep it going, I think. Right. I think, yeah. And we can get into that later in the episode, too, because I think lifestyle can have a big impact on, on this. But, like we said, I think becoming a true minimalist, like, living in a trailer or living in a... <laughs> RV and just having no belongings and just, you know, driving across the country or living in a tiny home. Like, that's just not something I can do Um, because I like to have a space. Like, I like to have my space and I do have things that I like. I'm not saying I don't. I mean, I did say I just didn't like or I didn't value material things, which I don't value them. Like, that's not what makes me happy. But... I like knowing that I have things that are going to last is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. You want everything to have its own purpose in your space. Yes. And everything has its own purpose. Yes. Whether that be my space, whether that be my closet, like buying things that are like versatile and that I can like use for different outfits. I can dress it up, dress it down. Like that's kind of what I'm focused on now when I'm buying Mm -hmm. things. Like how, like, can I wear this often? You know, I love that. That is so huge. Fast fashion literally sucks. Oh, I, I agree. I think clothes is probably the easiest place to start because I feel like it has a clear like, where did you get this? How often do you wear this? Can you fit into it? Like, mm-hmm. Does it have holes? There are like really clear indicators of what you should be getting rid of. So I think yeah. definitely like closet is easiest. Closet start. is the easiest way to start. Mm-hmm. Like I was like trying to figure out like, my birthday's coming up and like obviously I want to buy a new outfit. So I'm like, but I'm trying to be like really like what? Conscious. Yes, conscious. Like what can I get that I will also wear again? Because that's when it, like when it comes to like dressing up for like an occasion, that's where it's hard because you want something and like maybe you get a photo in it, but then you don't want to wear it again to like an event or that's kind of just how it is and it's really annoying. So I want things that I can like, wear again and I just really I don't give a shit if it's photographed again I really don't care if it's versatile like having a little black dress is like a staple like you can Mm -hmm. wear it different ways that is like serving a different look each time but it's still the same piece of clothing that you have for years in your closet like Mm -hmm. I have a little black dress I've had since probably freshman year of college that I still have with me and like it's not super high quality I definitely will upgrade eventually to something a little nicer but it's just like something that yes it works it fits I like it I look good why would I throw it away and get like I don't know a new one yeah no exactly if it still serves its purpose then there's no reason to when it has a hole in it then maybe it's (laughs) if it has a stain yes (laughs) oh my god so that was like me in a long-winded way to get to this question but why do you think decluttering your life your life of material items is like impactful i think that it gives you more space to do what you need to do and what serves you best like i don't know it's like atomic habits where they talk about like 
if you wear workout clothes, you're more likely to work out. Mm-hmm. And like, there are just little things that we can do in our life that make us more inclined to like follow the path we want to follow. And I think being more minimalistic is definitely one of them for me because I'm trying to be like more conscious of how much money I spend. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. And I'm also trying to be more conscious of like where the goods I'm purchasing are coming from. Mm-hmm. Like I want to buy higher quality things that are also like ethically sourced and I want to feel good about what's in my apartment, you know? Like I want to like it. Obviously everyone does. I hope it's aesthetic. Yeah. But I also want to feel like proud of owning that piece, whether it's like a random vase that I paid $10 for at a flea market or like a jacket that I just bought. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like being more conscious of what I own and a part of that is being like less materialistic and just the constant like need to buy shit all the time constant need yeah that's like a hard cycle to break honestly um but yeah I feel the same way like I really think decluttering your life is just so impactful I I just like simplicity like you don't really need a lot when you think about it like what are the things you're using on a daily basis like I'm not using everything in my apartment on a daily basis like but I don't know that's just a mindset to have like you really just don't need a lot so I think maybe having that in the back of your head can maybe make you a little less impulsive sometimes or if you're like thinking about that maybe you'll think twice about buying something because I used to be so impulsive I would just like buy stuff And that's how shit piles up. Like, you just buy it and don't think twice about it. Like, you don't think, like, is this a smart purchase? Is this, like, going to have a purpose in my apartment or in my Mm -hmm. closet or in my makeup bag? Like, what what am I buying this for? Um, So I think being a little bit less impulsive about things is key. But same – I mean, I agree with you on, like, the money piece, though, too. Like, you're saving money in the long run because – I don't know. I think there's just this mindset in the world in general of just like continuously buying things. And that's like where your money's going. Like it's literally where your money's (laughs) going. If you're wondering where it's going, it's It's these impulse purchases. (laughs) No, I know. And I think like, I know you, your apartment's very like modern, minimalist, a lot of white. Ours, now that we live in a much more modern like brand new building we also are going with this vibe because it just makes sense in the apartment but also like it just looks cleaner mm-hmm. you know it looks more tidy it looks more like i don't know how to describe it it's like calming it's more zen yes. when there's not shit everywhere yes it's like you're building your space so i was like thinking about it and i'm like i want the place where i'm spending the most time to be like calm and just like make me feel good and not like stressed yeah I know Caleb specifically um he gets a lot of anxiety with clutter mm-hmm. like he's very he's a very tidy like person and so he's like he gets anxious and I can see it like he when we move like if anything's going on and there's like crap all over the counter like he just needs to clean it up get rid of it yes I'm like, the same way I know you guys are so sorry <laughs> that's so funny no I'm literally (laughs) the same way I'm like the crazy person who will like unpack immediately when I get home from a vacation yeah (laughs) like it needs to be unpacked that's actually one thing that like and you know this that's why I started this whole whatever minimalist lifestyle journey is Mm -hmm. I started realizing like when we go back to Michigan for the holidays or like 
Caleb and I have done like trips where we've been gone for weeks at a time. And like I live out of the clothing in a suitcase. You know what I mean? And like I live off the makeup and the skincare that I could pack in a suitcase for like a month. So why do I need all this yeah, shit I know. in my apartment? Like, if you're not using it regularly, then why do I have it? I know. It's a I big know. problem for me with makeup specifically. Makeup? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Like, I feel like makeup is a really impulsive purchase too. Like, that it shit is. can pile up. And it's like, how, what do I use every day? There are probably genuinely Your five staples. staple yeah. items that I seriously keep right in front and center that I use every day. Just like logging on for work, mascara, a little bit of concealer, a little bit of lip liner, like that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy how much shit I <laughs> I know. Do you like to try a lot of new makeup? Because that's the thing, like that's what makes makeup fun. It's mm-hmm. like trying new things. So it's, but then it can literally just clutter your whole makeup bag. Yeah. I was going through mine the other day too. I was like, what is this shit? I threw out a ton of stuff when we moved um because it was just also we you and i talked about how like makeup expires yeah it is not a forever kind of thing right if you open it and you're using it and then you don't touch it for a year like you shouldn't put that on your mascara away yes throw the (laughs) mascara away for me as eyeliner Mm. or not sorry not eyeliner eyeshadow like oh yeah yeah i've had my oh my god the palette i have in my thing i don't even want to know i think i've had it probably since Maybe freshman year of college. Yeah. Like, that's a long time. That is a super fucking long time. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> no, I'm sure I had the same. Uh, like, yeah. So that's a that's a struggle for me that I need to, like, get, get it together this year and buy more, like, staple yeah, things. Yeah, just, like, stick with the things that work. Yeah. Yeah, I need to do that, too. I need, like, a good staple palette because, like, after this, I'm literally throwing that palette away because um, I don't <laughs> want to put that on my eye. But... <laughs> What was the point where you, like, did you hit a point where you wanted to own less? I guess you said when it, when you moved. Like, or did it kind of happen gradually? Had you kind of been, like, doing that since you guys moved to New York? I feel like, yes, moving to New York in the first place from Michigan was what do I really want to bring with me that I'm going to keep? Everything else was either thrown away or really sentimental things I put in storage. Mm-hmm. And... So that was, like, step one was moving to New York. Like, we have a small apartment we were probably not going to stay in this apartment long term, especially since our first place was a sublease. So like we were very conscious of the things that we brought. And then on top of that, just like moving sparked it again, knowing you and like you and Joe have been really into like the minimalist vibe that definitely inspired it. Um, But also like money. Mm -hmm. Like I found myself feeling so like free with the amount of money that I had. That I started spending more of it and not on great purchases. So, like, I definitely caught myself about a year into my big girl job feeling like I'm just spending money that I shouldn't be, you know? I feel that. No, it's so easy to do. I feel like like the turning point for me, I feel like, was probably moving to Brooklyn. Like, when I think back, I probably brought so much shit to New York that did not need, like, that we did not need i just when i think back to our old apartment it was just not it it was just not it but like that's kind of how it is when you when you leave college and you're in your first apartment none of your furniture matches like i got all my shit from my parents and like old stuff from other people and it just nothing matched and it just didn't feel right but once you're like 
I don't know, in in adulthood and you can start buying pieces and like fit, fitting things into your aesthetic or like building an aesthetic that you want, like a visual like vibe of your apartment like you're gonna be living there and you kind of want it to look nice once like we got to that point and like we that was when we moved to Brooklyn like we were like oh we're gonna just buy everything new um because we don't want any of this furniture um that's kind of when it started like I just wanted it to not only look nice but I didn't want I didn't want that much shit like I got rid of a ton of stuff before we moved because I was like I don't know why I'm carrying this from place to place like what does this what purpose does this serve for me it doesn't so yeah I think it was moving I feel like that's kind of the same case for a lot of people yeah like you move and you realize how much crap you own and like I think it's also just like a lifestyle change like we've already said and I think it could even be like like it could be anything could be like the time you spend it could be the food the groceries you buy like yeah that's a big one for me right now is like thinking about what am I buying at Trader Joe's every week and like can I use this whatever vegetable in multiple meals like will it not go bad in my fridge like let me make sure I'm using and like eating good like simple things no that's such a good point oh my god I feel like when I first like moved here and you're out of college and stuff like that was huge for me food waste was so bad like I I wasn't good at planning like I'll buy a bag of spinach but like it goes bad because I used yeah. it once and I didn't use it again. So that's a that's a huge thing. Like being, I mean, we say it all the time, but being intentional with everything and like planning out like the meals you're going to make and what can you use from this bag of spinach for another meal? Like how are you going to use it basically? So yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah, like we, our fridge is seriously like almost close to empty by the time we have grocery day like we go grocery shopping Same. once a week usually saturday mornings and like we're trying to buy like really good fresh food and our goal is essentially to use all of that food and eat it before our next grocery trip and it also makes us like buy less because it's like we're buying these pack of like rainbow peppers are we actually gonna like, eat them this week because yeah. if we don't they're gonna go bad and then that's a waste of money and it's just like a waste in general yeah uh sometimes we're so bad with that like we'll we'll have all the food ready to make and then we're like we live above the market we're like oh Oh let's just go get dinner that is so dangerous (laughs) it really really is but it's become less dangerous because like literally everything down there's like 15 dollars or more like you can't get a meal for less than 15 dollars, and i'm like that's just like a little much it's expensive like it's just not necessary when we have like food we can make here 100 i'm just lazy i'm just (laughs) fully lazy like i do not put the time in cooking and i said that was like that was one of my intentions for the year i still need to like take the time and just like put some love into my meal because then it'll taste better Mm. i love cooking i've just fully gotten into it in the past like two years i need you to send me some recipes yeah because i need them i'm all about it Okay, what are some things that you've done to become more minimalistic? I think definitely getting rid of things that I don't regularly use. Like just, I don't know, when you feel like this is kind of something you want to do, maybe taking inventory of your apartment and going through things and like like Marie Kondoing your whole apartment. Yeah, 100%. Like just 
do, do you need this? Yeah. Does it spark joy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, I've done that so many times with my closet. And it's just, I feel like I'm at a point, finally, where I, like, will not need to do that with my closet. Like, it's just a yearly thing where you go through and you're like, why did I buy this from Zara? And I've only worn it once, but I'm never going to wear it again because it's ugly. Like, why <laughs> do I buy these things? And... I finally feel like I'm at a point where it's not going to happen. Like, my my closet's so, like, straight basics. Like, it's all, like, I can layer with different pieces, and it's very versatile and just, like, a color, like, a neutral color palette. That's what I wanted. That's what I got, and I'm done going through my closet on a yearly basis. Yeah. And hopefully I don't need to throw shit away all the time. Um, but I think that's a big thing, just getting rid of things I don't regularly use, and really trying to stop be so impulsive because I used to be a really impulsive shopper, like I mentioned earlier. So I think that's been really big for me. I think that's the key to this whole thing is like, stop, just stop buying shit, literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like the beginning seems so hard. Like when you're like, okay, I want to make this change in my life. I want to be more intentional with what I buy and what I own, what I fucking look at every day. Like it seems difficult because in the beginning you have to get rid of things so in the beginning you're like oh my god i'm getting rid of all this stuff like this is wasteful me throwing it away but the whole purpose is that once you get down to like the bare bones you're done and you don't need to keep doing these audits you know that's the audits i'm like i don't want to do this all the time like i want to be done getting rid of shit what are some things you've done to become more minimalistic i feel like cleaning is a big one like Caleb's very organized, therefore Jordan has to be organized, and I'm doing my best, (laughs) and, like, part of that is, like, we just moved into this new apartment, like, we have this drawer that you pull out um, in our bathroom, which is where I keep all my cosmetics and skincare, like, I bought things from the container store to, Mm -hmm. like, organize it, Mm -hmm. and if things don't fit in there, because I have too much of it, it's kind of like, okay, this is a sign, I, where am I realistically going to put this where I would use it? And like, if I'm not using it regularly enough that I'm making space for it in my bathroom, shouldn't I just get rid of it? So like, (laughs) I feel like just cleaning more and like taking stock of what is in your space has been so helpful, like for me, Mm -hmm. because I feel like you just get comfortable. Like you get comfortable and used to things, used to your environment. And then you stop thinking like, why did I buy this random, like, book that I never touch and that I'm not interested in? It's just sitting here and I don't mm-hmm. use it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I fully feel that. It's just a better, like you said, less stressful way to live. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that it's just you're building this environment and it's the way you want. Like, and for me, that's, like, clean, like, not cluttered, just calm. Because that's what you want when you're at home. You Mm -hmm. want, like, a calming environment where you're not going to feel stressed, which I think is key. Um, Do you think that this is sustainable, though? Like, we're doing it now, but what do you think about, like, the thing I think is, like, kids. kids. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you can't be a minimalist when you have children. I think, like, I think it's sustainable to the extent of, like, where your values are. Like... You and I have a different viewpoint on minimalism than someone who lives in a tiny house or tiny apartment. And yeah, like, that's true. You know what I mean? And and they're like full scale. I own five pieces of clothing. Mm-hmm. People, that's not us, and that's never gonna be us. I don't no, think. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. Know, I couldn't either. <laughs> and like, 
oh, I, th- I do think about, like, I have a nephew right now, and, like, we all keep buying him clothing. And it's like, does he need all of this clothing? Probably mm-hmm. not. So, yeah. like, just being more conscious of, like, when I have kids – being specific about, like, what I ask for. Like, yes. on your registry, like, all of the things that you say you need, like, being conscious of what those things are. Yeah. And... Things that have purpose. Yes. For yes. Sure. Like, obviously, when you have kids, it's going to change. And when we have kids, hopefully one day, it'll change for us because there's another fucking human being in your yeah. life. Like, there's going to add some clutter. Yeah, you got a new roommate. <laughs> like, it's going to add some stuff. You got a new roommate. You oh know? So, like, it'll definitely change our lifestyle both of us obviously we'll re-record this once we have kids and it'll be fun oh yeah hilarious. we'll see yeah we'll be like we were we'll dumb like, to think we were that this was possible um but no i think for the most part it's sustainable to like the extent that you want to take it you know yeah i think it's a mindset mm-hmm. it's like you can take this mindset with you and just i don't know agreed like i think there's obviously different things you're going to need when you have kids you could maybe not buy 500 toys and just buy 10 toys. I don't know. Like, do they need all these different toys? I don't really know. Or, like, another thing is, like, gender-neutral yeah. colors mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know, like, buying things that you know. For me, like, You'll when I have again. a baby, I'm not telling anyone, like, whether it's a boy or a girl. I'm not. Like, Are you going to know? I don't know. I don't really want to know, but Caleb does. We'll find I was out saying when the same thing. I was like, I feel like it'd be kind of fun to have a surprise. I would love to have a surprise. And also, I don't want bright pink and no. bright blue shit. That's no. not neutral. Me. Neutral vibes. I am so neutral. I'm such a, like, taupe, olive green, yes. black, white. <laughs> like, same. That's the vibe. And that will be my baby's vibe until yeah. they could say otherwise. Yeah. Their so, baby like, will have. Yeah. Your I, baby will have your vibe. I don't want a bunch of, like, floral stuff my baby no and so like also the positive of that is that it doesn't matter if i have boys or girls or whatever it's they're all you can just reuse have, it yes, it's reusable there's the purpose items. yeah because like that it seems wasteful like they're in their clothes for like a few months so Literally, it would be so nice to yeah. be able to reuse them yes Agreed. and i know huge. there's like um what's the word it's not a thrift store. It's <laughs> oh, like, like reusable, reusable, like rentable, maybe. No, or? Rent, rent the one, runway. For rent babies. the runway. I honestly think they have that. <laughs> I'm sure they fucking do. Savages. <laughs> it is pretty funny. It's pretty cute. But no, like they, there are stores that sell like reused. reused. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like obviously washed and clean, and like maternity clothes. clothes too. Yes. Like I hope that we do that kind of I stuff. I could not imagine being pregnant oh and wearing God. maternity clothes like We're i just can't imagine i'm gonna wear overalls every single day just <laughs> to look like i'm in a ridiculous movie <laughs> like, oh my god yeah i just i can't imagine it it just I, it's gotta feel weird yeah that's the thing like pregnancy having babies like i think that's something to think about yeah like even having a dog like you and joe were talking yeah. about getting a dog like That'll change. As we have been for, like, a long time. <laughs> Sorry, we're so annoying. <laughs> but, yes, it it will change, mm-hmm. you know. So I think just, like, keeping that mindset as you go into different stages of life. So we talked about pretty much everything to do with minimalism and, like, our views on it. What is your goal from adopting this lifestyle? I think we're both very similar, but mine would be waste less money. 
prioritize needs and live a simpler life with less distractions. I love that. Simpler like, life with less distractions. Yes. Like that's just that's just a good life. Yes, I just want I don't like the less choices we have to make every day, literally. The like the more focus we can give to other things yeah. that are needed. And so I think living just a simpler life is what I need. Yes, I'm I'm with you. I love that. <laughs> and I feel like my goals from this are to be less materialistic, which I feel like I definitely am compared to when I moved to New York, which as mentioned in previous episodes, New York is materialism like to the max. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to have that mindset here, but I think I've really changed a lot. And I just like to own less stuff and stop wasting money. Like yeah. straight to the point. That's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's a wrap on this episode. And let us know if you want to be a minimalist as well. (laughs) Not that we're like a full on. Like, I don't even know what to call us. Like, we're not. When I think of minimalist, it's like the people that have five clothes. Like, yeah. Semi-minimalist, I guess. Yeah. On the road to a minimalist Minimalist lifestyle. (laughs) Minimalist-ish. Yep, that's us. And that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to stay up to date on everything for the Cool Girls Only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at coolgirlnews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening and we will see you next time, cool girls.